Welcome. This is your host, award-winning travel journalist and content creator, Jeff Jenkins. And you're now listening to Inspired 2022, the podcast where entrepreneurs, creatives, and the highly motivated go to be inspired. This includes Y-O-U. We have an amazing show for you today. So Genevieve, take it away. Thanks, Jeff. I am so beyond excited to welcome Samantha Brown to Inspire 2022. Sam is an executive producer and host of the Emmy award-winning travel series, Places to Love. She broke the glass ceiling for women in travel television hosting and has since redefined gender norms in the travel sphere. The travel industry would not be what it is today without Sam. And we can't wait to hear what wisdom she has to share. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have the one, the only, the legend in the building, Miss Samantha Brown. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you are here. You have been on my TV screens and just like around for a very long time now. And it is super cool to be able to, to have you on my podcast. It's definitely an honor. Well, I, I, it's, a, it's a thrill to be on yours as well. You are someone who I followed, I feel like, from the beginning of your career. And that's always nice when people tell me they've known me forever. You, you have your vintage fans, right? <laughs> people who knew you when and kind of followed your trajectory. So it's nice to be here. Well, I'm glad that you're here. And so y'all heard her incredible bio earlier. And so I just want to dive right into some of these questions. Uh, you broke the glass ceiling for uh, women in travel and television hosting. How did you manage to go from improv and comedy groups and off-Broadway show productions to a leader in the travel sphere? I had to audition for the job. Travel Channel was looking for a host and uh, they wanted the audition process. So I actually flew down to Jacksonville, Florida, where the production company who was given the, 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 the order of shows and it was totally improvised. Um, they just wow. said, they, it was really cool. They had a, their cafe, there's like their employee cafeteria was a diner and they just said, do something, do something funny. And so, you know, luckily I went to school for musical theater and comedy. I did a lot of comedy and I did a lot of improv. And so just the fact that I made them laugh and uh, could do it, I got the job in a way. So it really pays off to be able to improv, as you know, just go with what's happening and, um, and, and make it fun. What is it about improv that like transfers over to TV hosting? Well, I think with a lot of TV hosting, there is no script. It's a totally unscripted gig, but it's still your job as the host to create the connection between the person you're uh, you know, on camera with to uh, really create the story, propel the story, but then end it. And that, that's the key. Ending a scene is really hard, being able to sort of button things up. Mm. And so in improvisation, one thing you're always learned is you never stop anything. You just say yes and. It's about what's the next thing. So there's nothing negative about what you do. And it's always embracing what's right in front of you. And so that absolutely correlated into having a skill that allowed me to travel. Because as you know, travel is just one big improv. You can try sure. to plan something and nope, that's not that's not how it's going to be. But that doesn't mean it's not a great experience. For sure. Um, I'm totally with you on that one. Were you trying to find anything at that time? Like any audition calls that came up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was an auditioning actress at the time. And so, you know, I would beat the pavements and meet casting directors. And um, 
Actually, that job came from a casting director, a writer I worked with on a commercial that I got. And they recommended me to the production company and said, hey, you should check her out. We just work with her and she's really funny. And so, you know, it's just like, you know, work begets work. And so you just have to, you just have to keep pounding those pavements. You have to keep knocking down those doors. And then one of them invariably opens and then the next one and then the next one and then the next one. That was perfect. That really was. Did you ever imagine yourself to be where you are now? And when did this all start to feel real to you? I never imagined it. I waited on tables for almost 10 years in New York City. And I remember as all my friends were getting real jobs and now settling down and having families. And here I was waitressing, which was a great job, actually a well-paid job. But I just remember thinking, what did I do? What, 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 What did I do with my life? You know, everyone's getting on with their careers and I don't have anything. And so then, but then like the next year, I got the job with the Travel Channel and just, it was amazing. And I realized in those moments, I was in my my late 20s thinking, wow, you didn't dream big enough for your life. Wow. You know, and so that was a big lesson to me. Like, you really have to stop being so hard on yourself and thinking these things are just going to happen. You have to dream big. You have to stick with it and it'll happen, which I believe is your story too. It's like, you know, just, well, well wait a minute. Why should I be doing this? I want to do this. For sure. And a lot of people know, especially my friends and family, I'm always on them. Like, are we dreaming big enough? Are we yeah. dreaming big enough? And so what is it about <laughs> dreaming big that you feel like took you to the next level? Oh, boy. I think dreaming big is just that, um, that, that inner voice that's saying it's not impossible. And we have been literally brought up as children to think this is not going to work. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's we're sort of brought up thinking, hmm check what you want. Who do you think you are? Oh, but that's not really given to people like you or a gender like yours. And um, yeah, so dreaming kind of is is your conscious going, I think I can do this. I think I can. I think I can. Oh, no, that is, that is, that is so true. And I always love to ask that question to myself, like, why not? That gets me out of my head very quickly to where whatever dream that I'm thinking of, whatever big dream is coming up, I can think to myself, why not? Like, why not? Why can I not do this? So, so even thinking about a lot of these things and like obstacles, uh, what are some of the biggest obstacles you faced in getting to where you are now today? And how were you able to move past them? The biggest obstacle obstacle was being a woman in what was traditionally a, a male dominated, a white male dominated business. You know, there was always the feeling that, you know, women didn't rate. I was actually told that by many uh, discovery and travel channel people. You know, people don't watch women when they want to travel. They watch men. I don't know. Maybe that was true. But I was like, well, that's too bad. They're going to keep watching me. And so I was fired from the travel channel twice. And on the second time, (laughs) I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this myself. And I think I can do it. And so basically the show that I have now, I own, I am the executive producer of. And so it's great. No one tells me that they don't watch women. (laughs) I have a television show that proves otherwise that we're now on our building up our sixth season. And I love that. And so even with that transition, like what got you to the point of like, you know what, I'm going to do this on my own. I'm not having any control. Right. So even with my time at the Travel Channel, which I absolutely loved, it was towards the end, just new leadership comes in and they want to shake things up. And you get it like TV. It's just you're, you're gone if you're not getting the ratings. I just remember thinking that even though I was with them, 
I still wasn't doing the job that I wanted. I still wasn't showing travel how I loved it. It was still someone else's version of travel that I was projecting. Mm. And um, I never owned any of the footage that I was in. And I just wanted to stop being this kind of pawn is too dramatic a word, but just not in control of anything. And I wanted to own. I no longer wanted to rent my life. (laughs) I wanted to own it. You know, huge jumping off of a cliff. I had no idea how to own my own travel show. Luckily, I have my partner, my husband, Kevin O'Leary, who we together, you know, raised the funding and, you know, got on public television and do to this day exactly what we want and showing travel how we want to show it. Wait, time out. So Kevin O'Leary is is your husband? Not Shark Tank, Kevin O'Leary. No, no, no. No, I was with Kevin O'Leary. I was with him this weekend. Yes. Oh my gosh. In New York Times. At the, I'm yeah. sorry, not New York Times. IMM. IMM. Yeah. Yes. yes. I was actually with you know him. Kevin? Yeah. Oh. We were up in the, um, the Amex lounge. I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. That's my husband. We're a great team. He's the, he's the one who loves to talk and schmooze and have a great time. And I like to travel and meet people where I go. So I love yeah, it. It works, I love it works well. It's good to have a partner. You always have to For have sure. a partner. For sure. What strategies do you use to help stay on top of and ahead of the trends? And how do you prevent burnout? I don't care about trends at all. And I guess that's what didn't make me very good at Travel Channel. I don't care about the hot new restaurant. I don't care about what 21-year-olds are doing in the coffee scene. I just want to show people in the soul of a place. I love it. And really understand a history, the people who are changing, challenging strengthening a destination. So I don't care about the age. I don't care about how successful their uh, business is. What are they doing to make their little patch of the world the best it can be? You know, how are they a part of the community? And really, really exposing, shining a light on people who are true community leaders and members. I think those are just places that we as travelers naturally want to go towards because we do want to feel like we are more a part of a place and not just this sort of observer or even worse, like just a consumer. We want to feel like we're a part of this community making it thrive. I get so excited. It's like a detective game for me when we're looking at a destination. Who can we find that no one knows about that just is doing great things in their location that absolutely visitors can be a part of? So I don't have experiences that you can't have, that you can't just show up as Jeff and say, hey, I'd like to try this or what's that piece of art and have the same conversation I had. So that's really what I love. And that in itself just totally protects any burnout. That's not to say I don't get really tired of being in airports, especially now. This is a tough time, you know, uh, to just the physical aspect of travel. Sure. gets a little exhausting. But when I meet people in their daily lives doing what they do, oh, fills my bucket, definitely. And speaking of like fulfillment and things like that, like, do you just see yourself doing this for more, like longer? I do. Yeah, exactly. I really, you know, it's funny people like, well, where, where do you see yourself going? Like, ah, uh, kind of like it right here. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess I should have that like 10-year plan or that five-year plan. But no, I think there's so many things happening in the world, especially here in the United States, that is changing travel. It's changing who becomes important. There are changes of who gets to tell their story and whose story we haven't heard about or heard from. And it's a real, a travel is a way that we really connect with one another. We don't judge each other when we travel. We have much more open minds. I really feel like travel is this way that we can um, be better people and become a better country because of it. 
I love that. And so do you think it's like learning uh, people's stories? Is, is that what like keeps you excited and motivated to even just continue to go out there? It doesn't get mundane to you? Absolutely. It's all about their effort. When you understand how much effort it takes to create the experiences that we as travelers just get to show up and have, um, whether it's a great meal, a, a work of art, a tour guide who believes everything about the history and knowledge of, say, bourbon. That's what we're you know doing this week in Louisville, Kentucky. It's thrilling because it's just everyday people. They're not big celebrities. They're not you know making billions and millions. They're everyday people, and we have access to them. So, what are you what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of the fact that when um, it seemed like my career was over because a big company said it was, I went on and I said, nope, I don't agree with that. And I didn't have anything to show for that. I just had what I felt. And I was able to build an absolute life that I love. I was able to have children and create a balance of career and family. And these were all things that I was told, well, as soon as you have kids, you're not going to be able to do what you do. Well, you really can't own your own show. No one watches women. All these things I was able to say, no. And now I get to show people who I deeply, deeply am totally enamored by in terms of their effort. And uh, so that's, I guess that's what I'm most proud of. And I, and I will say, even though my name's on the show and it's my kind of approach to travel, for me, it's always about the other person. I really take myself out of it. This isn't how I'm feeling or what I'm enjoying. This is about, hey, I'm going to give you the spotlight because I want you just to run with it and take over my show, take over the segment you have, because this is about you and how you connect with people. And I love that I just get to meet great people and connect and really understand that, how that makes our dreams not impossible. I love it. I love it. We actually got to meet at the Dallas Adventure Travel Show. And I mean, she had fans like lined up, like it, it was really cool to see like the audience and how many people were geeked out to uh, to meet you. And I just thought that was cool. How does that make you feel at times? Oh my gosh, it never gets old. It really doesn't. And especially when I have women in their 30s now, I would say that watched me when they were eight and 11 and I was it. And they're just like, you know, I saw you and that's that's what I wanted to do. And now I'm doing it. Now I'm, a, I'm an influencer or now I'm a travel agent or... I'm in hospitality and I just wanted to thank you. And that just, that means the world to me that I was actually looked up to. And I'm I'm getting my feelings again, guys. Uh, (laughs) It's so full circle that I think I was very young when I first saw you and to be on with you now and like how full circle this is to have these moments. Because I, I know for a fact when I was about 12, 14, I was not thinking about travel as yeah. being a career and to even be on with you. Like, I'm telling you, seeing you still was inspiring. And actually the stuff that you were talking about, because I think I think one episode I watched was all about like Disney and, and, and being at a resort there. I love resorts and I love mm-hmm. Disney resorts. <laughs> so to see you there and like, I was like hype. I, as a kid, I was hype. I was like, oh, this is awesome. So I do appreciate you for just continue to just strive and like show and break barriers because that's definitely what you have done in a lot of ways. And I felt cool, y'all, when she started following me online. And I think somebody else told me that she was following me. She was like, <laughs> oh my God, Samantha Brown is following you. I was like, get out of here, what? Uh, yeah. What? No, Jeff, I, lo- I love what you do. I remember I started following you a few years ago. 
it was like during the pandemic, starting to really understand influencers and people in that travel space who started. Because for me, just to see that women had a tough time, but I'm just the tip of the iceberg of people who are not shown uh, as travelers. And I'm not even in that mix anymore, but just I love what people are doing to change travel. And you're a part of that charge of, look at me, Uh, let's open up and redefine who gets to travel and who's in the travel space. And it's so important for people to see. Okay, so our last two questions, these are questions that I ask every guest that comes on. And our first question is, what are you inspired to do, be, and have in 2022? What am I inspired to do, be, and have? Okay, so what I'm inspired to do is season six. We are working on that right now, so I want to do that. What I'm inspired to be is an even better listener. I really believe in the power of listening. I get tired of talking. (laughs) I think I need to listen to other people. And have, what I'm inspired to have is more time with my kids. Mm. Those two things. And traveling. Now that we're, we're starting, I mean, I don't know if you feel it, but I feel like the Omicron thing might be our last hurrah of just that massive oh challenge to travel. And I feel like that's dropping. And now, now let's go. Like, you know, we're already planning international travel. It just feels like, let, let's, let's go. We, we can do this. We know what this is. And uh, as long as we're safe and vaccinated and the whole thing. But so I'm inspired to have more travels with my kids. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Definitely. Yeah. Our last question is, can you give us some words of encouragement for the audience? Oh, definitely. There are times where you're going to think, well, I'm not the best at what I do, so I shouldn't do it. And never believe that voice. Mm. Never, ever believe that voice that says, I don't think I'm naturally good at that. I really have to work hard to have that. Therefore, that means I shouldn't be here. That is not what that means. That just means, yeah, you got to work hard, but it will come. It took me 10 years to get on television and to have a career. And then almost 20 years after that, to build what I have, but I have everything I've ever wanted. And it does come. It does. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Samantha Brown, we can't thank you enough for being on today. Any shout outs, anything that you want to help promote? Yeah, thank you. Just uh, please tune in to my series, Places to Love. It's an Emmy award-winning travel series. It's beautiful. It's on your public television channel, your PBS local station check for local listings, and just enjoy. I love it. I love it. I'll leave the links in the bio. Thank you once again for being here. You're awesome. It was such a pleasure. Nice seeing you. You just listened to Inspire 2022 with Jeff Jenkins, presented by Chubby Diaries. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to stream your podcasts. Catch our next episode on Tuesday at 5 a.m. Stay inspired, my friends.